We wanted to add a disclaimer that we've recorded this podcast before COVID-19 hit our community. Do your part and stay home. Social distancing is the best thing for all of us right now. Stay safe and we hope to skate with you soon. Hey everyone, you're listening to Quell Party. I'm Adrian. I'm Kristen. We're recording with Listening Party inside Canal Street Radio. I don't know how to say that normally. (laughs) That's normal. Okay. Sometimes I just feel like I'm using a podcaster voice instead of my actual voice. You are. Okay. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) But I like it. I like your podcast voice. Should we just stare at this half-baked computer background I have? Or should I? Whatever you want to do. Conserve the battery. All right. Um, any it's for the record, it's Adrian half naked on her own. It's not background. It's not me. Do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> um, ha ha ha. Anyway, I've actually been wondering if, and maybe this is not an on mic um, comment, but well, let's go. Like all these podcasts I listen to, like just rip music that like is not like independent. For because li- so like, are you li- are people licensing the music? Is what you're asking. They're not, but that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, like for example, maybe you can hear that Justin Timberlake is playing in the um, um, Canal Street Radio or Canal Street Market. Do we have to pay to say his name. How does that work? I'll bleep it out. <laughs> 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 but then people play like 30 second segments of like oh, a Justin if it's Timberlake under song. Under a certain amount of seconds, you don't have to pay for it. Okay, so that's. So have you seen like skate videos? You wonder like how they got that song, but then it cuts off really fast and it goes into another song. That's why. Okay, so Phil taught me that. Maybe That's my we'll boyfriend. Maybe we'll start finessing this podcast and <laughs> <laughs> making cool music. Yeah, please come at us if that's not true. We'll help and also, Google and like yeah. <laughs> don't, first of all, don't sue us. Second of all, send us your music if you want it to be in the podcast. Hell yeah, because love that. That would be awesome. Preferably non-men, obviously, but I'd like to find some. I'd like to know how many cis straight men listen to this podcast. I think more than you would think. I think so, too. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys, for being <laughs> allies. Oh, I got a really cool message about um, our NYCSP collab event that's coming up. And oh some yeah. guy, um, cis guy, mm-hmm. he messaged us and was like, hey, how do I qualify to RSVP? And I was like, anyone who's not a cis man is welcome. And he said, well, I'm not a cis man, so I'd like to relinquish my RSVP and, like, told me his name. He's not or he is a cis man? He is a cis man. Did I say it wrong? You said he's not. Oh, yeah. He was like, I am a cis man, (laughs) and um, I want to relinquish my RSVP. And I thought that was, like, a very... I just feel like there's so many people who have, like, something to say Mm -hmm. about the RSVP requirements. It was just so refreshing for someone to be like, oh, this one's not for me. That's cool. Yeah, I do love that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking. My bar's yeah. so low. <laughs> Please stop saying crazy shit to us. <laughs> I was just talking uh, to someone else, I think last night, about how, like, I don't know why also when I started that story, it sounded so awkward. I was just talking about how <laughs> we... Like, get them craziest messages sometimes. And it's, like, just funny. I noticed that the guy that I shut down in the last comment section um, deleted all of his messages. Either that or, like, enough people reported his comments. Whoa. But that was funny. So then I just deleted yeah. my comments, too, because I was like, well, it looks like I'm talking to no one. And I'm just, like, randomly angry. But <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, too spicy to say, but, like, the person who commented... Um, for the Mercury 13 event, which this isn't a segue, but I mm-hmm. guess it is, was like, 
I love Quell, but why are you doing an event for like queer and women only? <laughs> and I was like, then how do you love Quell? That's yeah, that's the vibe. What we're doing. Yeah. I don't really know. Kristen's the one that claps back. I'm going to take no authority I'm there. I am the responsibility. The back clapper, clap backer. What is that? Oh, here we got to hit the applause for claps. <laughs> I'm with excited. Oh, that was oh. anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just That's me clapping back at the haters. Wait, did you see that? I just finessed how to fade that now out. Now we know. Guys, I'm really good at podcasting. Um, anyway, Mercury 13. Yeah, Mercury 13 was so much fun. It was so much I fun. I love the dudes that run it. Okay. Derek and Josh. Yeah, so Derek hit us up. I think we talked about this a little bit, but I don't know. I feel like we're talking so much I never know where I'm talking to anymore. We did definitely mention the intention. But yeah, okay, sick. So, yeah, Josh was awesome, and, like, he handled the door, and... Um, Crux and Bronson sponsored an indie, mm-hmm. and um, basically the whole setup and was Bar. like oh, Cliff Bar. Shout out, thanks, Nico. Um, the whole place was all donated from the House of Vans pop up that was in Philly. So yeah. there was like this like loop because it you know Vans yeah. off the wall. <laughs> of course they had a loop, um, and it was all designed by Fifth Pocket Skate Park. By the way. Um, Did not know. Those are homies from Philly. But, um, yeah, like, the sesh pretty much started off on, like, the craziest note because just randomly two or three girls just started going for the loop. And it was yeah. just so sick. And it just yeah. started off on, like, the best energy because then Caroline got it and, like, did her, like, crazy hair whip at the end. It was that so was sick. Awesome. So I was really stoked on that event. That was really fun. I, like, yeah. got not scared of kick turning like a loser, but... I didn't even um, go on a ramp because I was so hungover. <laughs> There's your PSA, kids. Don't drink. Don't drink. Don't and drink skate. excessively. Yeah. Be also, responsible. I thought you were going to say the, <laughs> the sesh started off on the craziest note because I drove through Bushwick for four years oh, before yeah, we got that was there. Cr- we took so long to... I think we were, like, an hour late. No, like... A half hour later. We're really cool and good at everything. Okay. Mm. Anyway, back to being cool and good at everything. <laughs> um, we had a very fun Valentine's Day party. We did. That was awesome. Um, it was very Bushwick vibes. It was yes. a collaboration <laughs> with Tiny Hat Skate Life. So. Yes. Shouts out. Oh, my God. I almost said her name. I think I will never out you. She put her personal Insta on her store on the tiny hat story for one hour, bitch. <laughs> um, get, get that clout, honey. <laughs> she literally was like, I did it for the clout. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so first of all, if you want a tiny hat skate life beanie, she puts it on, she has the logo on the second fold, which I think is hilarious. Yes. So you're forcibly in tiny hat mode. Well, yeah. What is that girl I literally eating? want that so bad. <laughs> okay, the w- we mentioned this on the last podcast, but now that we record at Canal Street, they have the craziest food in the best way, and this girl's eating an ice cream cone with mochi, and I want it. I don't think it's from there. I think that they brought it in from another place. I think it I was from I the place know. next to the rice rolls. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we're getting it. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Did um, we just make you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, Tiny Hat Skate Life. Yes. Oh, it was sick. Up here, the bar back skated, and he was, like, so stoked that we were yeah. playing skate videos. 
Um, we played the Gallus, um, what's it called? Girl Skater, I think it was just the name of that video. Um, yeah, with like Jamie and yeah, Vanessa, Vanessa and Lauren. Um, so that was like kind of our like homage to Jamie on the cover. Yeah, shouts out Jamie, even though Jamie Reyes <laughs> wants us to talk about her at every episode. So let's see if we can do it. Yeah, she did just say, please make her talk about me the whole time <laughs> about our guest, which we'll mention unless you wanted to use that as a segue. Our guest is Alex White. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm super excited. I actually know n- honestly not much about her. I know her. the only I know very little about Alex White except for what like the skate witches have posted about her and the fact that she judged Wheels of Fortune and the exposure <laughs> exposure exposure yeah. contest and then like also the Bigfoot magazine petition for yeah. her to be a commentator for Olympics. So those are that's my contacts that I'm going into this interview with that I'm probably going to yeah. re-say when I'm talking to Alex. Alex is a meme queen, though. I do oh, I also do, yeah. I do look life. at those everyday memes. I send them to my boyfriend. Amazing follow. In, like, succession. Like, I'll send, like, six in a row when I go through, like, the yeah. story that's, oh. like, Tuesday meme time. I'm not even a meme person. Like, saying meme makes me really uncomfortable. I'm down with the meme but life. But I really think she does a good job of curating the memes I need to How see personally. How does she find the time? I think, I don't know, we'll have to... We're going to have to ask these hard-hitting questions. We really rarely record the intro actually beforehand, so... You get to experience this journey with us. Um, Uh, We, yeah. Speaking of Wheels of Fortune... Yes, I was... Those words were about to come out of my mouth. (laughs) In all that is holy, will you look at Nora's purple clothes? Of course, all those witches are going to exposure. What is exposure? It is like skate royalty. If exposure was Thrasher, they would always be on the cover. That one there, Alex, she's going to the Olympics. That's going to be the most stressful event of our lives and she's going to announce. She sat next to Sam at Cushing Borders last year. She asked me how to spell 900. And that ripping one? That's Uma. She'll be at Street League. She's totally sick because her dad is secretly Tony Hawk. Una Farrar knows everybody's tricks. She knows like every single trick. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of tricks. And skating and witchcraft will take human form at Wheels of Fortune. Don't be fooled. Because the event may seem like your typical ripping fun, but in reality, it is so much more than that. Wheels of Fortune is the queen bee, the star. Those other two are just her little sisters. Wheels of Fortune. How do I even begin to explain Wheels of Fortune? Wheels of Fortune is flawless. Waf has four days and takes place in Seattle. Hands down, it's my favorite lesbian convention. Heard Forno Blondes are performing for $10,000. I heard there's WAF commercials in Japan. WAF's favorite movie is Getting Nowhere Faster. One time, Kristen's mom met Vanna White on a plane and she said WAF looked fun. Last year, I got hit in the face. It was awesome. I want to hear how many people who listen to this podcast think that we should wear matching shirts the entire weekend. I, that stresses me out thinking about it, Adrian. <laughs> we own all the same shirts. That's true. I pretty much only wear qual shirts. We're wearing matching shirts today. That's why I brought this mm-hmm. up, but it wasn't intentional. It is the best shirt that Adrian has designed, I think. Thank you very much. Speaking of shirts Ooh. that I haven't designed, though, what I was going to say back in the Valentine's oh Day right. section of this is that shout like out to Kanisha. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Kanisha Rulin. 
I definitely feel like I'm pronouncing her last name wrong, but an illustrator and a friend of mine did an amazing Valentine's Day shirt for us, and we have a bunch of them left mm-hmm. on our website, quellscape.com. She used her podcast voice, guys. I did. Um, but yeah. Should we make you put like a, a coin in a jar every time you use your podcast voice? No, I did that on purpose. That was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm unintentionally using it, it could be like swear jar worthy, like but. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Quellskate.com. Quellskate.com. And another Quellskate.com related comment is that we. It, it's the same price as when you buy it online and in person. So. <laughs> Don't worry about shipping. We got you. We got you. And all the money, the proceeds support us doing events. Yeah. And I just wanted to make that clear. (laughs) Yeah. Just because I want to do more cool stuff in our community and out of our community and provide cool and great and supportive opportunities. So, yeah. It also goes towards like paying photographers and writers, um, which is kind of why we don't do a lot of that. Buy a lot of shirts, content, guys. not a lot. Of <laughs> we we do pay people. We just oh yeah, that's <laughs> what I meant. Sorry, well, we don't do a lot of content. That was very good correction. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Um, yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention is th- I think this is going to probably come out after submissions have closed, but I'm very excited for issue five. I low key was gonna ask you if we can sneak peek some of the submissions before we leave today. Uh yeah. <laughs> We could do that. On the spot. Yeah, we could do. I, I mean, you're allowed to see the I'm submissions. <laughs> it, just in case anyone wanted to know, I've seen all your submissions. <laughs> I just have a very busy other job, <laughs> and I just haven't replied. Maybe I'll set up an auto reply. That's but thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've gotten the submissions. They're awesome. Yay. Our features, which I'm not going to talk about, are awesome. 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 Yeah. Like. Yay so excited my voice just cracked i was so excited it's gonna be a really very very good issue and i'm so proud every time but i really just i'm gonna give a shout out to you kristen (laughs) i'm right here thanks (laughs) because kristen's really the one who's like manhandled this issue together and it's i have manhandled. i mean i have to like literally design the whole thing but that's not (laughs) we're not gonna talk about that yeah this is adrian's baby yeah, but Once I think I this time you've gotten to really put a good stamp on it. Yeah, thank it's you. gonna be really sick. A true collaboration. Yeah, I guess that's what that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do something that you think fits a little bit better in a digital yes world, um, we're definitely always down to talk about blog content. Yes. If you want to do literally anything with us, just email submit yeah. at quellskate.com. Yep, that sounds right. We are. Ha- we have an event coming up this weekend, and we've been working really hard with Leo Baker on it. And yes. I'm so flippin' excited. Yes. We had a dream last year to take a whole bus of people up to Second Nature. Rage. For free, because um, going up to Second Nature in Peekskill, um, if you don't know about it, it's a two-floor skate park, wooden skate park, so sick. It's awesome. There's a street course at the bottom on the first floor. There's what I like to call the kiddie pool, which is, like, mm-hmm. where they do, like, the kid lessons. But it's, like, great for adults to learn new things, too. Yes. And then upstairs is a bowl with, like, four pockets. It's awesome. And a ramp with a spine and, then like, a little hump, too. It's really yes. cool. Um, anyway, so we are partnering with Override, which is mm-hmm. a New York City-based bus company that, like, takes people up to the mountains, takes them to the beach. 
and they're being they're very kind to collaborate with us and give us a bus during their super busy winter season to go up to second nature for free (laughs) once again for free but we're kind of bragging because you can't there's no more spots left yeah but but i'm just so stoked that like it is awesome to the point of what you were saying about the more merch we sell the more shit we can do like this Mm -hmm. like it really is true like i love to get to a point where we don't have to rely on like such heavy sponsorship to like do stuff like yeah. i want to be able to be the sponsor Agreed. you know aligned um so that we have like we can do whatever the fuck we want. not th- although like nike has been sponsoring this and like they're amazing yes and they're actually incredible partners with. we just gave them a shout out for free basically that's how much we love them well in theory <laughs> they paid for it <laughs> but they yeah i really do actually appreciate how much yeah. they let us like flex our own vision on a lot of the things we yeah. worked on with them and then yeah they've just been super supportive about what we do and i'm stoked about it so thanks and thanks, then Nike. the fun other thing we're doing is the after party yeah so we're gonna haul everyone back on the bus oh wait before that we are so we're doing the clinic oh yeah. mm-hmm. and we're doing a free skate and then we are screening the carving space documentary yes I'm really stoked to be able to share this. I think that it premiered a few times on the West Coast, but I don't think that the East Coast got like a proper like sit down and watch it moment. Yes. By Annie Dean Gannick. Gannick? Gannick? Mm. Please correct us, but yes. really excited about yeah, that. Yeah, stoked about that. And then, yeah, we're going to come back to KCDC and do some punk rock karaoke. And rage. Yeah. And drink some gin. And celebrate Leo Baker's new Spitfire wheels. Yes. Which will be available for purchase That's at KCDC. I'm excited to so see them. And support your favorite skateboarder and your friends. favorite skate shop. And buy a Quell magazine when you go buy Leo's wheels. <laughs> yes. Okay, thanks. Alex, wait time. Alex, wait time. I would not fudge with you if you were my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Tell my kids that. (laughs) How many kids do you have? All the time. (laughs) I thought you said I would not fudge with you, and I was like, that's not on brand. Oh, because my boyfriend hates that I curse, so I like change my curses for him. That's love. That is love. That's love. That's love. You could say it like in the good place where they just say fork instead <laughs> that's i am embarrassed that i admitted that i watched that but anyway <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us yeah um well at least i will i locked them but there might be like some little interruptions uh-huh. yeah Is you can curse in front of me i'm not your boyfriend thank you you're not you're not <laughs> i feel no. so close to you i read all your memes <laughs> oh my gosh that's yes. how boyfriends you know communicate anyway so well. <laughs> God, I haven't interacted with other people in 24 oh hours, can God. you tell? You've been work, work mode for work 24 mode. hours? Work mode. 
work mode and cat mode. I've been trying to learn how to slappy nose slide. That's way cooler. <laughs> That's a good one too. We were doing that the other day in SF. Jamie Reyes taught me how to do it on like a low curb, but then I broke my wrist and got scared of skateboarding and now I have to relearn everything. Um, and now I'm trying to learn it how to do it on a higher curb. That's, That's good. a good story. Goodbye. Jamie Reyes good also Thanks. says hi and wants us to talk about her the whole time. So yeah. I love Jamie Reyes. I will talk about her the whole time. <laughs> I love talking about other people. Um, Let's contextualize like every answer like in a Jamie Reyes context. <laughs> so like if you um can't actually put pull her into your answer just at the end just be like sbc <laughs> <laughs> good point ssbsps in your ass forever best one ever okay should we, so, <laughs> we, have we started or when are we started I think um we, we started cold, cold opened um yeah we already introduced you in the intro without you. So, but if okay, you, this cool. is Alex White, the meme page. I mean, person. I'm a meme page. <laughs> the meme page, skateboarding personality. Um, yeah. I'm just what, kidding. Is what that would a weird you thing to like say? Me, what would you? How would you title yourself as your like? Your like, what's your like LinkedIn title? <laughs> oh God. Um, I think the best thing I've been described as is like skateboarding crazy auntie. Oh, I like I that. like that. So I'm uh, very hyped on skateboarding. I'm like that aunt on Facebook that just loves everything you do, and I'm just really excited, and I comment, and I share <laughs> it, and I just promote you, and I'm so proud of you. I <laughs> love my that. Title and skateboarding. I love that. It's beautiful. That was from Kristen Ebeling who also is the best human in the world. Oh, that's so, so funny. We also said that in the intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it rings pretty true. It's true. It does. Um, awesome. Well, so you're so hyped on skating. How did you start? I started skateboarding in Los Angeles as a kid. When my first skate buddy was uh, Jonah Hill. Back then was Jonah Feldstein. Shut uh, up. But J Jonah and I went to private school on the west side along with my brothers. Wow. Yeah, like that's where I started skating. And I remember getting my first board and being like completely obsessed with it. Uh, it was an alien workshop board uh, with 36 millimeter wheels. So if that gives you context, the year was about 1996. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. And oh I remember watching... Rolling Thunder and Welcome to Hell were some of the first videos I ever saw. Yeah. So I was like kind of, I think Mouse maybe too. I was in that late 90s. That was my launch into skateboarding. Yeah. So which character in mid 90s yeah. was based <laughs> off of you? <laughs> well, there's no women with any kind of uh, serious role in that movie. So yeah. I gotta talk to Joan about that. We had, a, we had a, we had the PR company they that like was doing that. They reached out to us because they were like, yeah, there's a women's skateboarder in the mat in the movie. You should come like watch it and write about it. And like we came to the premiere and like Jonah Hill was there and like uh, there was one like women skater in it. And like she skates in real life, but they, they didn't show her on a board like at all. Or, like yeah. It was like maybe like four seconds. And I was like, all right. <laughs> it was Chelsea Castro, I think. Yeah. From, from L.A. So I think that's her. I think it's possible. Yeah. Do you? I, this Wait, is a yeah, personal question. Do you still background. talk to Jonah? 
I got his phone number again like two weeks ago and I texted him oh. out of nowhere. Okay, I'm definitely. Like, hey! He's like, holy shit, it's been a long time. I'm like, I know. Let's meet up. Sick. That's so He's like, funny. yeah, I'm busy. I'm like, no shit. You're yeah, you're fucking yeah. <laughs> No shit. That's so crazy. That's, That's not wrong. really where I thought this interview was going to start, no. but I feel really, I'm like, all right, let's keep going. I like this. Yeah. Well, then from there, I moved to Monterey, California, because okay. I was getting into lots of trouble huh. in uh, Los Angeles. Kids grow up really fast there. Um, I'm from Philly. And I feel the same way. Yeah, they just, it was like, everybody was drugs and sex already at like 13, and I, uh, I'm glad that my mom moved me here, because Monterey is a lot more quiet, and I had a really long leash, and I could skate wherever I wanted to, and, um, I met a really good crew of skateboarders, um, Drosh Eggleston, Peter Gunn, Kyle Haggerty, Jeremiah Smith, and a couple other guys, uh, Argus Keppel, there was a bunch of us, um, yeah, and they were, my, like, one of my first friends was DeRoche Eggleston, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with my area in, like, California. Not a damn clue. <laughs> he's, a, he's, like, this crazy, like, he's into dirtboarding. Have you seen the dirtboard race stuff that we do? No. Oh, you're invited this year. Oh, my God. He does, like, he's, like, a, he's like a mad scientist for skateboarding and screen printing, and, um, yeah, and me and him are still, like, very much in it, in skateboarding, and, uh, just the kind of like weirdos oh. that come from our little corner of California. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I went back to Los Angeles again for college, and that's when I hooked up with like Amy and Vanessa and Lisa Whitaker and Van Nguyen and film Getting Nowhere Faster. Huh. Um, so I've been back and forth between LA my whole life. That's wild. What did, what did you go to school for? Television production, like film and TV. Oh, awesome. I know like so many people have degrees, and they're like, yeah, I actually never did anything like in that field. Yeah, actually, so, um, so when I was in college is when Getting Nowhere Faster was being made, so I mastered that one, oh, and sick. I filmed a lot of that, and I filmed a documentary film called um, Can You Care Clips? It's on YouTube. Wait, and can it's you about, say like, that again? I made a documentary film called Can You Kick Clips? Perfect. And it's on YouTube, and it's uh, that was, like, one of my projects. Cool. We'll find that and then, link for the bio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great to link to. It's uh, an interesting little time capsule now. I love that. Here. I did work in TV. I did work in TV and film. Um, I worked for X Games, and okay. then the economy dropped out, and then I moved back to Monterey and started waiting tables and property managing and started over again. That's wild. Yeah. Like in such a short time, like many lives already, and not and we haven't even gotten into the rest of your lives yet. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's been a lot. <laughs> so getting Nora Faster was like the first ever um, non-male skate video. Um, cool. It was 2004 and 2005, and um, it like it's a real skate video with like skits kind of breaking mm -hmm. up the parts. Okay. And uh, it's a good one to watch. I, I recommend it. It's super weird. Um, Vila Villa Cola, the crew that made the video, mm -hmm. uh, made jeans before, and, and they actually made a video in the late 90s called Striking Fear into the Heart of Teenage Girls, which oh, is like cool. a VHS masterpiece. That's awesome. And um, so, yeah, Getting Nowhere Faster is a real skate video. Amy is the first part. I'm like number four in there. Kenna Gallagher's in there. Um, Jen O'Brien, Mimi Noop, uh, oh. Lindsay. There's a little appearance from Baby, uh, Leo Baker, Lacey Baker back then, FKA. Lacey Baker, and then okay. it ends with Vanessa Torres, and yeah, it's like a really good thing. You guys should check it out because, mm -hmm. like, comparing it to skating like 16 years later from yeah. what it was then is like 
a pretty amazing timeline of progression. I liked watching your skating in that video just as much as I like watching like any part coming out now. So, Um, so that was actually going to bring me to my next question, which I think you kind of answered the, like getting arrest, like not getting detained. Was this, was that a skit or did you actually get like, um, Oh, that was real. That was real. That was hundred percent real. That yeah. guy uh, seems so, um, like campy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, just people- like, I don't, I, I feel like it's real, but he's just so unbelievable. Like I would never be able to take him seriously. Well, I know he's, um, he, I, I think people like, I remember like in context in like 1997 or eight, people didn't really know how to act on camera. Like there was no camera phone. Okay. So yeah. people acted weird and like yeah. they weren't expecting to get filmed, but he almost acts like he, he's on a movie set. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Yeah, he, he was like a, he was, his nickname was Captain America, and he used to go to that hotel just to fuck with him, basically, oh like, to go God. get him to chase us, because he, like, loved playing cat and mouse with us, like, yeah, right. we'd go skate, there's, like, a 12 stair, and, like, a bunch of little stairs and ledges, and we'd wait, like, we'd get him to chase us, and then he finally caught me, so, joked on me. Oh, my God, and then arrested you on, well, yeah, I guess. So, did you get arrested, or... Yeah, I did. I got I got um, taken home by the police. If you watch the end of the video on YouTube, the police come and take me. Drop me off at my mom's house, and then the police officer is like, "Yeah, like, don't press charges against this guy because your daughter's 15 years old." And oh my god. Anyway, my mom was pissed. Um, mostly that the guy like tackled me like that. And yeah. Nothing ever came of it. So yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but now you have this this little piece of history that just lives on forever. <laughs> It's pretty funny, yeah. Uh, funny people rediscovering it now because it's been on the internet for like a long time. But then do we people have... are trying to like figure out who I am, and they see that they're like, "Oh, weird." Did Ben City recently post it or Skate Witches too? I think that I think was... Ben City did. Oh yeah, Ben City did like an intro. So they do intros for their shows, yeah. and they dub over like, and they dubbed mm-hmm. over this one, and it's really funny. Kristen's talking about me explaining. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was good. We'll interview people that I know really well, but I'll try and like pretend like I don't know them. But I like legitimately met you once for like 30 seconds. So like I really. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Um, I don't know if you know this, but and I say this in the podcast all the time. So maybe you do if you seems like you listen to it. Um, I've only been skating for two and a half years. Like I don't have that like, oh, my first skate video like moment. The first skate video I watched was like, um, when I started skating was a Nora, like little, like two minute feature on YouTube. Like I didn't have that, like, Oh gee, like, Oh, I had to wait to watch the video mm-hmm. to come out and like go to my skate shop to do it. So like, um, there's something really special about these interviews for me. Cause I kind of get to like experience that excitement, like through these other people who like can like school me on the history of skateboarding. These other old people. Old people. <laughs> I'm old too though. So <laughs> secretly old. I'm not that much younger than you, though, the more I think about it. I'm only five years younger than Kristen. But How old are you guys? I am 25. I'm, you guys are babies. I'm 31. Yeah. You're a baby, too. Oh, you're just saying that. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Aunt. I know I'm a baby in the sphere of this, <laughs> but I'm not that much younger than you in the baby sphere. What? We'll yeah. talk about this later. Okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm okay, 
25. <laughs> my mom is getting grounded after this podcast. Oh my god. Okay, so you really got arrested. Um, yes. The you. You did the getting nowhere faster. I like the can you kick flip video. I can't wait to see that. Um, tell can you tell us a little bit more about like your skate career? Sure. So I was a contemporary. If you think of it in waves and generations, it was like Alyssa, Jamie mm-hmm. were like maybe a year or two ahead of me and mm-hmm. Vanessa Cara and Amy Crump. So I was a contemporary of like Vanessa and Amy. Okay. And when we were skating. Um, it was like Michelle Pazell and Lisa Whitaker and Jamie and um, Alyssa were in the contest. They were like the older girls in the contest and we were like the little up-and-comers. But there was this big wave like Monica Shaw too and Hillary Pierce and there was all these girls in um, that are all around my age, like a mid to late 30s, early 40s. Um, so that's my wave of skating. Uh, and uh, yeah, and so I, I was traveling around in the early 2000s. I used to ride for Roxy. Um, so uh, this is like Bush era, <laughs> post 9-11, puka shells and hummers, decadence and luxury. Bush era skating. lifestyle. <laughs> just, the, that was my era. You like, painted Claire such a Jean glorious pitch, picture. Yeah, this is my painting a picture for you. Oh my like, God, it's like, so vivid. All you have to say is Chad Muska Escalade. Chad Muska was sick. He was like a little, like he was like the cool part of it. But yeah, that's um, a lot. And there was like SD Magazine with some of our media outlets. And the Side Project by Lisa Whitaker mm-hmm. was uh, the Side Project. And then later the Girl Skate Network was pretty much our only you know, videos and like mm-hmm. it was DVDs and Matt print publications. It was maybe it was pre Facebook even mm-hmm. too. It's kind of my era. So mm-hmm. um, everything was a lot of it was a lot of word of mouth. It was a lot of going to every contest and then staying there for another two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was Fuel TV too, which was a okay. cable yeah. TV network that would fund a lot of our trips. To that fill is in how I got contests. into skating, actually. Wow. I would go to my... You're the first person I met that was Fuel TV. <laughs> well, I would go to my best friend's house and he would play Fuel TV, and I loved the Sean Malto at Knees commercial. But this was <laughs> yeah. like tw- 20 or 20, 2008, 9. Yeah, yeah. It was the end of Fuel TV time. It was close to the end of Fuel TV, but yeah, you're Fuel TV. There I am, sorry. I remember seeing it, like, Fuel TV, but I don't think I consumed any skateboarding. But I had to go to my best friend's house because we didn't have the extended cable. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah, it was like a paint. Your friend was rich. Yeah, he (laughs) was. Yes. (laughs) I wasn't rich, but but my family really cared about TV. I don't know why. They they were rich in values. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's very cute. Cool. So Fuel TV, Lisa Whitaker, another name that comes up in every interview, I think. She's done so much she for is the community. Like, she's like the heart and conscious consciousness consciousness of yeah. like women's skateboarding the last yeah. four yeah. years. I think if you're the crazy aunt, I think she's just the other aunt. <laughs> Or like the mom. Um, <laughs> true. I was thinking like fairy godmother maybe. Yeah. She's or she's maybe even like more like your wise older sister that like yeah. always know like much older sister. Maybe previous marriage from your parents' sister. She's like eleven years older than you. And she's always telling you like the right thing to do, but you don't really listen to her at the time. And then you're so glad when you do listen to her because she was right all along. Oh. That's 
That's it. We've You're so it. good at this. I know. <laughs> Stereotyping people into a big family. <laughs> we are all one big family. We are. We're all in this together. That's true. I think that is such like a a cool thing about the skateboarding community we have is that like truly you met Kristen for 30 seconds and like have been so supportive for us and it's like awesome to I mean you guys barely met you know what I mean like and then now we're here and this is awesome and it's like everyone just really picks up and is like supportive about everything and I think getting into the industry or even like being a skateboarder and following a bunch of people it's like it's just a great environment to be around I don't know why I went on that tangent but that's true. true I don't think it could have been possible without Instagram and kind of you know how fast like like because community, our community spread like wildfire when Instagram Seriously. happened because like now you can watch everybody in every scene you can DM somebody from a city you're about to go to and like go meet up with them it's incredible and you know I can see everything that you guys are doing and like all the articles coming out your, your tone your voice like so like everything with Pulse and so as a see, I think it's well, really needed. And like get, and having like an East Coast slant to it, like where you're kind of covering mm-hmm. stuff over there, it's really important mm-hmm. too because so much of the skateboarding is so West Coast centric. Yeah, yeah. We hear That's- that a lot. Um, where like I used to be like, we need to make sure that we're co- we're like being equal and like covering like everybody. But I hear that same comment a lot of just like you guys are based in New York and it's like so refreshing to get more New York perspectives because of so much of skateboarding in California. And so now I really have been like trying to make it purposeful. Like, hey, look at these New York skaters because y'all already Mm -hmm. saw all the West Coast ones. (laughs) Yeah. And you guys have a lot of power. And I think you, if there's one thing I can say to anybody that's a media outlet, you know, you can tell stories that people aren't going to hear otherwise and mm-hmm. you can really you know pick things that you're interested in like and and from a level of only having taken in two years it's really fascinating to see like what you're grabbing for it's like what you're hmm. personally interested in mm-hmm. so i like it's like seeing what you're doing and keep doing it i will <laughs> say Kristen did text me the second you guys met and said that you recognized her voice from the podcast i did <laughs> i listened to all of them <laughs> and wow. she was like Kristen, who I think this is like a drinking game at this point, doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Men, take a shot for every time I, I mention that. But um, was so shocked <laughs> to hear you say that because she's like, whoa, people listen to I had no idea. Yes. Yeah, that's weird. People do listen to podcasts. I drive, so I work at NHS, which is Santa yes. Cruz Skateboards Independent Trucks. I'm, I'm the brand manager for Truck Trucks. Yes. So my commute is like an hour and 15 minutes each way. So I pretty much listen to like every podcast and like marketing stuff and music occasionally a lot of podcasts yeah. awesome i actually i'm going to yeah. segue and ask about Ben city Kristen usually runs the show but i am <laughs> very curious are you like a full-time i guess co-host now no i i started um i'm there's a rotating cast it's okay. Ted Barrow, Ted Smith, Ryan Lay, Kristen Evelyn, Kyle and myself Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of are just in a constant group chat, and we organize when we can record around, like, who can record. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really intentional about trying to get Kristen and I on the podcast every time as, like, two female voices. Mm-hmm. Um, because you kind of get the token female voice a lot, so we try yeah. to get both of us on. But we right. can't, you know, we do what, we do what we can with people's busy lives. But, um, yeah, so I'm, like, a rotating cast member. All right. That's very awesome. I also listen to podcasts <laughs> and I love, the, I love that somebody in this room knows exactly. 
<laughs> no, I love Vent City so much. So I was excited to ask about you that. You listen to Vent City. Phil listens to Vent City. Yeah, maybe I you should listen to Vent City. I get the notes from you guys. Why do I um, have yeah. to? You know. You're just making it too easy for me to not listen. Okay, then I just. <laughs> I did see a tweet, though, in line with your meme um, interests. But it was like, has anyone ever listened to a podcast without talking about it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's really funny. Good. It's a funny era because it's like, you know, you guys have written articles too. Instead of like interviewing, transcribing, editing, like podcasts are just so fast to get mm-hmm. out there, and they actually do like fill, you know, a, a niche kind of like, or not even a niche, but a need like people that want mm-hmm. something to listen to that's not just music and yeah, totally. kill the time. So and yeah, what I like about podcasts or like what and what I hope this one does is that like. If you feel like you're in a conversation with your peers, yeah, mm-hmm. rather than like a question answer, question answer, you know, I think yeah. there's something like nice about that. Yeah. Also, people don't read articles. ever read anything. <laughs> and I do. That's that <laughs> okay. Kristen, Kristen is old. Sorry, Aww. I take it back. You're so old, Kristen. At 31. I know. God, reading. Um, <laughs> yeah, I write. I write a lot for graphic. Not a lot, but I, I yeah. write as much as I'll let. Yes. Um, and part of what they've been saying is like kids. Like I don't know what Michael Burnett said. Like kids don't want to read anything, and if you tell them that they, if it makes it look like it's something that they have to read, they like are ninety percent chance they will never read it. So it's right. like you know, forced reading is like the worst. But if you're like almost everything in the mag and like online can turn into like more of like pictures plus like yeah. a, one sentence. It's like very visual. People mm-hmm. are like very hesitant to open up like, you know, a bunch of yeah. words and start looking at them apparently. So I, I read a lot yeah. and I read all the skate stuff cause I'm a big old skate nerd, mm-hmm. but I guess people don't like that. I noticed that, um, articles now will have, um, like five minute read or like three minute read at the really? beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Whoa. And like, I actually appreciate that because sometimes I'd be like, oh, I want to read this, but I don't have the time and I'll like screenshot it or save it or like hmm. send it to myself. But if it says it's like three minutes, I'm like, all right, well, I might as well just read this in three minutes. I just thought about it for three minutes. Like, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate that. But I think, I wonder if that's also to kind of help that mentality of like, I don't want to read, but if you look at it and it's under five minutes, you're like, oh, oh, I guess I can do that. I bet it has some psychological effects. Yeah. All right, sorry, I'll get away from that. Um, So you just published an article on Thrasher about your top, is it 10 women and non-binary skaters? Yeah, so the original title was the top 10 skaters you may have missed in 2019 if you're a misogynist. Oh, I like but that one. That got rejected. <laughs> Thanks, Surprise! <laughs> this is also um, why podcasts are useful. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that. So uh, done with that title, and I got a little bit of black. People are like, "Why do you need to rank them? And why do you need to have a exclusive list for non-binary and women skateboarding?" In the same way that you guys have a publication as well, mm-hmm. um, we need our own space and room and acknowledgement. Yeah. And especially because 2019 was an insane year. There really was, was, you know, three videos, like amazing video parts from like Leo Baker and from Alyssa mm-hmm. and from so many skaters. Like, I just really wanted to see, um, I wanted to have an article where it was like all there. So yeah. go to the article, like everything from, you know, Leo's appearance in the Miley Cyrus video to <laughs> like um, Sheriff Strawberry's Vice 
mm-hmm. like documentary that yeah. she was in. It's all hyperlinked in there. So it's like you yeah. can have this like time capsule of 2019 shit everybody did. I yeah. love that. I also really Thanks, liked Smith. your like. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, he did all the legwork. I was just like, like here. <laughs> you great. Like, Please put this in. Um, yeah. I- <laughs> That's kind of like how AJ and I was I just about to say, okay, so I'm the Ted Schmitz of Quell skateboarding. You were the Ted Schmitz of Quell. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kristen does do a good job of... Uh, um, I'm, big, I'm a big uh-huh. fan of hyperlinks in our blog posts because of that same reason. Like, I want to make sure that, like, people can, like, get, like, their shit seen. Um, if they're already reading it... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> They're reading. It's the fact that they clicked it to read it, it's like a, a bonus to have a little <laughs> bit more yeah. stuff well, then, in there. Yeah, then it like links to videos and photos and Instagram pages, and people are like, oh, cool, things I don't have to read. Cool, I don't have to uh, read <laughs> My favorite part, I think, of that article mm-hmm. were like all of your bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, yes. Uh, bonus points to Leo for... Ch- or maybe this wasn't the bonus point but I really liked when you were like Leo is so hot that he had to change his name twice thanks yeah that was a bonus award yeah I gave yeah. everybody a bonus award yeah, yeah I really liked them because they were just like this nice little personal touch I also laughed when someone said that it looked like a list of your friends because I was like what skateboarding article isn't about someone's friend right like, yeah <laughs> true that's like an unnecessary comment Mr. I do have a question, but I don't know exactly how to phrase it correctly. But I guess like so obviously from our vantage point, like in the type of what is happening? Sorry. Okay, obviously from our vantage point and like the type of journalism and stuff out there, especially in Thrasher, it's all male centric. So like did you come to the table with like the need for them to publish this or they kind of already had an interest and you were the person that was like going to do it correctly and do it basically. So I totally initiated that idea. Awesome. Pretty much, um, I've been hell bent to put more, and they've been like not not even you know they're super encouraging. Uh-huh. And like yeah, so in December I, I picked it from Mike Burnett, and Burnett's like fuck yeah let's do this. And then we went back and forth on different drafts of it because it was kind of in a response to the skater of the year like only yeah. Nora getting the nod. Yeah. And I was like well why don't there's there's so many skaters and um, I don't think that we need like our own women's skater of the year or yeah. like non-binary skater of the year because the lines are going to get more and more blurred yeah. and I think just somebody that's non-binary queer or female born is going to win skater of the year in my lifetime like yeah. it'll happen but um, I don't think they need to make another property so anyway I was just like let's yeah. just acknowledge everything that happened last year and totally you know, I love yeah, that and just, I just want people to know what's going on out there like that was like an insane year 2019 was insane yes. there was so and i didn't even include all of the olympic stuff that's going on uh, right. i'm an olympic judge too with Ooh. uh yeah so <laughs> there's that <laughs> whole thing yeah that thrasher very much had wants nothing to do with and yeah so this yeah just sure. like, i just did like this article is about um the girls and the non-binary non-binary folks that are out there doing like street shit yeah and that was the focus of that one well, thank you for yeah. doing that on behalf of You're every, welcome. every known male. <laughs> thank you for reading it. <laughs> Thanks, Thrasher, for publishing it. God. Um, oh, what I was going to ask is, do they blatantly say that they don't want to talk about the Olympics? Or is that like something that's kind of... Because like, I think to us, we bring it up a lot. And it's just like, it is part of the conversation now. So I was just wondering if that's like something that they're just as a brand uninterested in or... 
it's yeah you work in advertising too like think of yeah. drafters like brand boys. yeah exactly. like thra- they're too core gonna be they're gonna be fucked the Olympics, right? yeah. And uh, and they have interest in it too. They want to know about it, but it's Thrasher, like the entity, right, be right. like talking about the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, no. Um, there's Unless they're talking shit covered. on the Olympics, I guess. Yeah, and <laughs> the there's uniform. a lot of people, and that's totally fine. Like a lot of people are just like, I don't fuck with that, and I don't want to know anything about it, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think um, for I, me personally, and for like a lot of women in skateboarding, it's important because it's yeah. huge for us to be create treated as equals on like a global stage mm-hmm. and to have that um you know uh learning to skate in a war zone in Afghanistan yes. that that doc, that doc just won an Oscar and emerging countries that have no preconceived notion of skateboarding being like a male activity mm-hmm. like yeah. it's really important for all those places and people yeah um and, and you know if you're in your bubble and you're focused on North American skating you're not really that concerned with the global stage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that um and, uh, what do you guys think about the Olympics? If I wasn't a woman skateboarder and didn't do quell, I'd probably be like, fuck the Olympics. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I, of this, I wouldn't like, care. I don't care. When I watch contests, I'm like, I like, I loved watching Exposure and I love watching Wheels of Fortune, but I think like any other contest is usually kind of like, well, all right, this is like fine. I'd rather like yeah. be skating with my friends, you know? <laughs> I think if um, I wasn't a skateboarder, it would be like this weekend when I was bored with my parents and I turned on like the big jump uh, X Games stuff. And I was like, that's kind of a fun thing to watch. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think if what you were saying, the importance is like too much to overlook for women skateboarding to like not have a like real interest in like seeing how this pans out. And as someone who skates like who has skated in global settings too, like I think you're right. Um, it is so cool. Like I keep up a lot with um, the skate skateboarding scene in Bali because I'm a nerd and I love Bali so much. Um, and it's really cool just like seeing how <laughs> the women really are like pretty equal to the men in the skating there. It's pretty sick. Um, I went off on a tangent. I lost my train of thought. These people look really cool. <laughs> I wish you, we're like in, we're in a like goldfish bowl basically. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that like I don't actually care about like the contest of the Olympics. I just like care about the context of the Olympics. Ooh, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, she brought it all the way back together. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I am very interested to see everyone in the uniforms <laughs> because they are Did you see the uniform? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, I like the, yeah. Yes. I claim France. I'm gonna get to this. That the um, yeah, there's like a Dickies work. Yeah, it looks sick. That was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> like everything else was so ugly. Do you have to wear <laughs> anything specific actually to be a judge? Probably not. No, no. They're just like put on your pants. <laughs> put on pants. I mean, um, does the camera ever show know. below the belt? I mean, like, do you really? Will you be to on camera? I just yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get in there, trying to get there to either commentate or judge. Okay. Um, but we'll see what happens. Like, I, like mm-hmm. there was that campaign that Bigfoot did. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we had like 1,200 people sign, and that was really awesome. I and signed like, it. Thank I you, think everybody. I signed it twice. I think thank I you signed guys. it, actually. I think I signed thank it you. as well <laughs> and as Kristen. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it so much, Kristen. <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. Yeah, like, um, so there's that. and then But then I've heard, like, a lot of rumors that they're not going to use they're just going to use snowboarders that are already trained and on 
NBC roster, and then just Crystal bring them over to face skate. was the exact Where same. Is, is there like a a mean button? Oh there? yeah, hold yeah. on, hold on. <laughs> we have fancy Damn, you buttons. Have sound effects. Ben doesn't have sound effects. We d didn't plan it, but <laughs> this uh, soundboard already has a bunch of weird ones. So, yeah. um, insert. Where's the petition that says don't do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can see why. Like, if you're if you're not in skateboarding, you don't really um, think there's a difference. And Todd Richards, like, who's a great snowboard commentator and skateboard commentator and analyst he's a great skateboarder too so they don't see why like why well this guy skates like why but i think that it's like and he's great like i'm not talking shit on anybody but mm -hmm. it's like oh like it'd be really great to have somebody like me or vanessa in there because we're like current with it yeah, you know we're right. in this little window where we're senior enough that we fit that that role mm -hmm. um and but and we're out of the competitive circle but we've been through the competition and we're also certified to, i mean like we're pretty yeah. qualified to do it, and we're female, which does matter a little bit. And sure. We're having some. If but, you need um, to prove that the sport is co-ed, wouldn't you think that you would want the judging and the commentating to reflect the co-edness of the sport? Yeah, the um, and and the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, requires a certain amount of gender percentage for judging. Okay. For all sorts, like you have to fit the bill on your all the way down to like the staffing level on teams up to judging up to sport organizing okay. and but i guess it doesn't really extend to like nbc or bbc like they don't right, necessarily right, have right. to have the same reflected values as the international community requires all the sports to. right because you if you were a judge that's ioc is that the right acronym yeah international then, Olympic committee but if you're a commentator it's NBC. yeah commentators like whatever we're just entertainment but the judging thing has been really cool. Um, yeah. The World Skate, the sport organizer, organizes like they brought in like twelve um, women from around the world that were like in their scene that were recommended from other countries to become like certified judges. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just an awesome experience last year to be um, at the World Skate headquarters with Shari Lawson, Vanessa Torres, Becky Vice, um, Renata, like. Uh, uh, Nate, like all these girls from different countries, um, sorry, well, I think it's a sorry, well, but we, yeah, there's like 12 of us, like three Brazilians, like four Europeans, two Americans, a couple Australians, like just to be in the same room with an Argentinian, like, and we've all been in our own separate mm -hmm. little teams, mm -hmm. like building whatever, you know, yeah. Vanessa and I are in North America, so you've seen maybe more of her, at least in media, but all these girls have been doing like amazing things in their home country. Like, especially yeah. the Argentinians and the Brazilians, like, it's insane what they've created out of nothing. Yeah. You know, like, their own skate parks, their own committees, their own contests. Like, they're traveling around managing teams for free just because they love it. Like, so they certified awesome. all of us for, like, judging and for um, coaching or something like that. We had two. And it was a really great week, mostly because of the other girls that I met there. And mm -hmm. yeah, I kind of got on a tangent about that. But that was really yeah, cool. No, if anything from the awesome. Olympics having made those connections with those people that week was like a, you know, a life goal. Like they're yeah. all kindred spirits. That's so sick. Damn. Um, do you feel like more fulfilled, like with judging <laughs> than you? Like, I don't know. I, that's not, I don't know if that's the word, but like, yeah. Do you get like any like sense of fulfillment when you're judging a contest? Yeah. I love um, judging a contest is like really, really hard. Commentating yeah. is easier. Yeah. Commentating is so fun because it's like 
for me personally, like telling the story is more fun. Yeah. Like, Seems like hey, you're good at that. Like, <laughs> yeah, they came from there. And like, yeah, I talk a lot too. <laughs> but they, All good things. The con- yeah, you're never the bad guy for the commentary. So you're just kind right. of telling the story and you're shedding light on things that you find interesting. Mm-hmm. But being a judge, you have to like really come down hard on people. Really, like they put a lot of work into this and you have to like give it a number. Yeah. And you have to be mm-hmm. pretty like. And you have to be your super mathematical. You have to turn off your creative part of your brain and, like, turn on your super analytical numbers point. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if we gave somebody a six for that lip slide on the handrail, guess what? The next person does is also getting six. You have to, like, log and chart all of your scores and mm-hmm. keep your side of the, the street really clean so that you are, like, if somebody comes up and they get pissed about scores, you have your evidence. Mm-hmm. So, like, World Skate's trained us, like, really well on how to be, like, really um, responsible judges. But, uh, and Vanessa is, like, the one of the best judges I've ever seen. Like, yeah. She has, like, she takes, she doesn't like anybody's, no personal favors, no personal style. Mm-hmm. She's, like, such a hard ass. Yeah. And, like. <laughs> As uh, someone and, with, and, like, such a distinct <laughs> style, too, in her skateboarding, yeah. I've I've heard her talk about um, how she judges, and I'm, I'm always so shocked, because, like, exactly what you're saying, like, just very, like, by the book, this is my job, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. She likes it. I think she likes removing that part of her thought process for her. Yeah. I think in her mind, it, it clouds her judgment. And when she's told to just focus on this, she's like a really fucking badass judge. I really am impressed with Vanessa. And she's a really great commentator, too. I've had fun with her. So pretty sure we'll see Vanessa in one or the other roles at the Olympics, which will be great. Yeah. She's so well-deserving and so awesome. And yeah. <laughs> I'd just be as happy, like, watching right. the Olympics at home and then, like, going and hanging out with my kids and... Mm-hmm. having to go to Tokyo for three weeks but <laughs> yeah right <laughs> totally true. I, I'm unattached from it but like either way before. yeah that's funny actually um that's a good a good segue because I wanted to ask you about being a mom being a skater oh. as a mom Kristen you're too young to have kids now don't tell me oh. you're thinking about it oh definitely God. not thinking about she it I just got two kids <laughs> yeah I'm like, I have two kittens and they Where need to you? grow first oh, <laughs> If you were admitting you were like interested in having kids right now, I'd be like, okay, we got it. Adrian would fall to the ground. He would cut this. I was like, listen, it's been so cool speaking to you, but we, I'm. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, the reason why I'm asking, God, guys, sorry. I just love turning around on you. Yeah. (laughs) You want to see my C-section start? Yes. Is it? (laughs) You want to see what happened to my kids? They're just like. Are you going to flash us right now? Uh, I will flash. Okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, if it's you... It's birth control. If you, yeah, I don't need it. I have an IUD. We're like, good. <laughs> um, my dog peed on my bed and my pillow this week. So, so I don't need kids because I already have all of this like, bodily fluids already. I'm good. Dog peed on my pillows. Not happy. My, kid, my kids have not peed on my pillow. Yeah. On my bed. That's, That's good. pretty good. Um, being a mom uh, <laughs> is amazing and very challenging and really hard. <laughs> oh. uh, being a single mom, too, is really, really difficult. I have a girlfriend. I love her. Um, but she's not their parent. Yeah. And she's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do they um, skate? That's a good line to have. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. They're, uh, they're nine, almost nine and five years old, and uh, they skate a little bit. Uh, my girlfriend actually built them some ramps, and Aww. that's been really fun. We have them in the backyard. Um, 
Yeah, they, they're kind of testing the waters. My older one can now skate to school, which is really, really fun to watch. And like, mm-hmm. I love, I like, I, I like love seeing him just enjoy it. I have no, I'd like him to get a little bit better so I can start dragging him to all my shit. So yeah, I'm right. Him at home. <laughs> but I just don't want, I don't want to push him. Like, he mm-hmm. can, yeah. he can skate or not. Like, I uh, have no, I think when, before I had kids, I'd probably be so cool. I'd be like, this cool little skate family or something, and or surf family. And I was just like, now I'm like, fuck that. I'm just trying to keep them alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's I lowered my, my bar real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. That's so cute. But yeah, it was like, um, I had my first son in 2011, and uh, I didn't really think about getting pregnant. I just kind of like did it, because I'm a skater, and I don't think things through, and I was yeah. just like, sure, Sounds let's have right. kids. It's a recession. There's nothing going on. Like, why not? <laughs> and uh, I didn't really read anything about it. Okay. I listened to any podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, just, like, had, I just like had kids and thought I'd figure it out, and it was like really, really hard. Yeah, like, yeah. had a lot of postpartum depression and it was like yeah. brutal on me and um, the way I envisioned it didn't happen but I think that in all of the, and my second one was easy cause I, and then I knew yeah, right. second time around was always easy but when you're a rookie it's hard so I always think you gotta like talk a lot about it and like be ready or uh, just go for it and have a high pain tolerance yeah okay And uh, skateboarding yeah, yeah. <laughs> go for it and have a high pain tolerance that can apply yeah. to a lot of things it's basically that's how I had kids which isn't the smartest thing <laughs> but yeah it's, it's been an amazing experience I think it's really made me um, I think that you know you have an existential crisis in your life when you're in your 20s 30s or whatever and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do and what your calling is and this feels right and this person feels right and blah blah yeah. once you have kids it, like it turns you into like life or death all the time and I think it really mm-hmm. um, puts the blinders on to the bullshit yeah, because right. you're just like I need to feed my kids. I need to keep them alive. I need to keep a house over my head. Like you stop wondering about these bigger yeah, things right. that have been, you've been questioning your whole life. Like, who am I? What am I going to be? Yeah. doesn't fucking matter. You got your kids are screaming. You need to go feed them. You need to yeah. go do something. Like you need to get your ass in gear. That's so, fair. It's <laughs> a big reality check for me it's a right big now. It's going to go cry for a second. Going to <laughs> having kids is great for that. It breaks you up your existential crisis, <laughs> which I was having in space in my 20s. I don't know. Yeah. I um I watched one of Lisa's skate diaries where you're like I had 15 minutes and now my kid's screaming and I gotta go and then you're like yeah. it like fast forwards into a van and it's like your son <laughs> like two, I don't know like a baby and you're like this is my yeah. life now and I was just like yeah. skate mom and it was I don't know skate it was mom. really nice to just see um I feel like it's really easy to look at anyone that's in the public eye and like everyone's in the public eye right now because of social media <laughs> and just see like that other side of you just like oh like your mom yeah. do other things like you don't just skateboard no i don't um How? but like skateboarding is a big uh like um departure and release from my daily grind yeah but i think when i approach it and the projects i get to do and like the fun stuff like mm-hmm. i love it it's my mm-hmm. biggest creative outlet yeah I actually, um, I've been thinking a lot about in my existential crises, um, about how I like need to put my responsibilities aside more because like every time I'm like, fuck this. I know I have a lot to do today, but I'm just not, I'm just going to go skate. I end up like coming out the other end of that day feeling like so much more clear and like ready to tackle 
all that shit that I put aside and like it still gets done uh-huh. but I still also got to skate and like have like a good time <laughs> and like reset my brain and like those priorities that um maybe you should have kids to like know about but like a day of skating also helps <laughs> oh yeah yeah and I, I think that skating um once you like especially at my age now like the way I'm progressing slowly and older and differently more thoughtfully mm-hmm. um <laughs> It like uh, you, you learn a trick like nothing else fucking matters. Nobody can yeah. touch you. You just feel like great. Right. Like, yeah. You did it all on your own. And, like you know, or any little thing like uh, it's like the best feeling. Yeah. It makes you feel invincible. Against the bullshit. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So. I was getting visually distracted because I thought this guy was gonna open the door to the to the booth, and I was like, please don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. I forgot the sign today that says now recording. So. Oh yeah. It's pretty obvious that we're recording though. So. Um. So. Your mom. You're a skateboarder. You're the brand manager for Crux Truck, and you are a meme queen. Where <laughs> do you find the time? to do all of this yeah that's a great question (laughs) i promised in the intro that i would ask this one (laughs) um have you ever heard that saying like uh if you want something done give it to somebody who's busy yeah (laughs) sure yeah uh i just uh i appreciate the compliment i (laughs) want to do everything i think you do everything and um i think also as a skateboarding as a whole and myself included um, we were operating from such a place of scarcity the last decade where there wasn't enough to do. There wasn't enough mm-hmm. opportunities. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, no one cared what we had to say or what we were writing or what we were putting out there to have um, any acknowledgement from the greater state or even like a platform to mm-hmm. speak from. Now it feels like, like I want to come at it ferociously and do everything I possibly can before the door shuts again because it will shut again. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding is not forever going to be the most popular, cool thing and be like this weird symbol of like uh, female freedom and, mm-hmm. and independence, like it is right now with that doc and everything like that. Yeah. And yeah. Like it'll be like what it was to me the last two cycles of boom and bust. Yeah. And uh, so right now, while it's hot, like just do everything. Yeah. Just sleep when you're dead. That is a really <laughs> interesting point, that. though. I feel like. I mean, like, it's obvious if you think about the history of skateboarding and when we talk about it's, like, Alyssa and Jamie, and then we talk about, like, you know, we talk about these cycles in this history and, like, Mm -hmm. even when you were describing it before, but it's, like, it's refreshing to hear you talking about how this is, like, the boom of the situation, because I I do think, like, obviously, when I started Quell, but, like, that was part of the research I was doing, and I was, like, this is clearly not the time that it is in the boom, and, like, we fortunately caught the wave so to speak <laughs> we totally did so like good now we're at, we're all like here in this good time but i do really wonder like with the future i think yeah. it's gonna be obviously like ex- more acceptable that's not the right word but like it's we're building a more good foundation place. but i do agree like i'm interested to see when this isn't like the symbol of freedom that was like the perfect way to mm-hmm. <laughs> put that because it's like there's a reason all these back to advertising like marketing agencies mm-hmm. are using putting a skateboard in everything they can yep just throw one in the background that's like a girl on a skateboard yeah it's like it's wild yeah the amount of times that we get hit up like hey like do you know girls we need a, someone for this commercial this instagram this video i'm like do your own research or pay me. 
Yeah. It's insane. Um, so I think that we're, we're in a special place right now. And mm -hmm. I think all of us as participants in this, like, just to stay mindful of like what we're backing, what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to like align ourselves with the right people. Cause mm -hmm. in the long term, you know, like what's really going to be around there to sustain us? Like who's really going to be there? Um, and just uh, get your word out there. And if, you know, I tell every girl that gets like an opportunity, like whenever somebody comes up to me, they're like, oh, I got like a, I got an offer from IBM or something to do a commercial. Like, what do you think? And I'm like, right now I'm just in the mood of like, just take it. Mm -hmm, take yeah. everything, save yeah. your money, do everything that comes to your door as long as it aligns with your values and the company mm -hmm. and the brand. Um, because, you know, the people's interest in things is like eight seconds, you know? Yeah, right. Um, yes. Speaking of who's going to be here after this trend, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about WAF. Oh, yeah. We have a fortune. We'll still be here. We've been here for <laughs> 10 years. Kristen, you want me to tell you the history of WAF? <laughs> I would love to hear. I don't know if Kristen actually broke it down. Um, she did a little bit. Like her in the, personal in the inception other, of yeah, it. Yeah, but I would love to get your perspective on it for sure. Break it down. Let's do it. <laughs> it's, it's Kristen's son. Okay, Kristen is like an idea machine. She's amazing. And ever since I met her when she was a kid on MySpace, oh and my I uh, I DM'd her, and I just, or there wasn't the, I messaged her, and I was just like, you're rad. Who the fuck are you? Do you want to come film? And so that's back when I was filming a lot of girls. I filmed Kristen and we got to be really good friends even though she's younger than me at the time the age gap felt a lot bigger like still in high school yeah mm -hmm. um but anyway like after college she ended up becoming working at um Mankato at YMCA and then like a girl was kind of floundering at the point there wasn't much leadership and she took over and for one of her first ideas was to do this contest that was silly with silly trophies and like she did it at like skate barn and Renton in the middle of winter and uh we had like 10 or 11 people out there, like mm -hmm. Amy, Vanessa, I think Amy won, Vanessa was there, or mm -hmm. maybe Vanessa won. But anyway, um, yeah, every year it like it grew a little mm -hmm. bit by a little bit by a little bit. And I think the first one was 2009, so we're on our 11th one. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. just been something that's been Skate Like a Girl's like um, answer to the contest machine or, you know, it's our little bubble. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like the funnest event of the year. And I try never to miss it unless I'm pregnant or just had a baby. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've been uh, going ever since and judging and helping out with whatever she wants me to mm -hmm. do and mm -hmm. just listening to her because Kristen, Kristen and I's relationship is like, she's one of my best friends in the world, but sometimes she just needs somebody to like listen to her yeah. and like, and tell her that she's right. Because <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's like a little, uh -huh. like a little sister. I'm her yeah. aunt, the niece. But she just thinks like, yeah, and then I'm like, that's brilliant. Like, do it. Yeah. And, you know, and then she just goes in places. Like, the, the so most Wheels of Fortune is like, there's a welcome party. Mm -hmm. Then there's the witch hunt, which is like a mm -hmm. King of the Road style scavenger hunt all day. Quell, are you guys going to come? We yeah. are. We, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Team Quell. We have some surprises um, we'll tell you uh, offline, but. Yeah. We, <laughs> yes. we were yeah, team. So fun. That day is so fun. It, it most really fun. is. I, I literally quit my job after I came back from Wheels yeah. of Fortune last year. That's a, that's a fact. <laughs> I no way. I was like, you literally got that, off the plane. Can we use that as like a, a tagline for the yeah. Absolutely. Year? Actually, like, we needed to. Yeah. I quit my job when I got back from Wheels of Fortune. Kristen Cat Party. <laughs> this will change your life. <laughs> we're trying to add. We're trying to add. 
for it this year. And yes. We wanted like testimonials, so that would be a hilarious yeah. testimonial. We will yeah. email you. It's hilarious words. and true. So. Yeah. No, literally, you got was off like, the plane. why the fuck am I working for this corporate machine when I can just bartend and do quell and like actually like meaningfully do stuff with quell? And I think like since then we have been like taking this a lot more seriously mm -hmm. um, because like pe we're like wait people. Someone saw my pin, just the cue, and was like, "Is that a quell pin?" Oh my yeah. god, I love the podcast, and that's when I just like lost my shit and was like. Fuck, people are actually like paying attention to this. I should probably do yeah. something about it. There are <laughs> people behind the numbers. Yeah. Which is yeah, it's a great and you guys are like you can tell in the last year you guys really got behind it. It's amazing. Well thank yeah. you. Yeah, you, I yeah. we have Wheels of Fortune to thank for that, honestly. And Good, yeah. Thanks yeah. Kristen for that. Yeah. I'm really excited about the stuff that we are doing for the next Wheels of Fortune and between now and the next Wheels of Fortune. God. Yeah, I have it on my calendar. September um, 11 through 14, yes. 2020, if this podcast comes out before. Yeah, it, was, it will come out in like two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. less than that. But yes, no, we, um, yeah, we will be running some airtime on the next couple podcasts to remind people that Wheels Sweet. of Fortune is happening. Yeah. And you should go. We have a commercial we're doing. Maybe you could run on it. Yeah. I already know I think, about it. Yeah, and we're running it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's happening. But yeah, God. We're awesome. just gonna cut right to the commercial. <laughs> yeah, right now. You weren't yeah, yeah. at the last one though, right? Is that the baby comment? No. No, you were at the last. Or last you were at the I last, last one. one. Okay. Yeah, I was um, team uh, smell the magic. Okay. okay. We okay. were yes. city rats. City rats. You were city rats. Yeah. yeah. I, and uh, I was like, I judged in um, like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg judging <laughs> yes, thing up yes, there. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I and fully I met your um, your sister. Lauren, yeah, she, that's my sister, or Jeffrey, which she encounters. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, do I call her your sister when she's uh, when she's being Jeffrey? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Jeffrey. Jeffrey will probably make an appearance. Don't you love that trip, the feminist? Oh my church? god, so good. So rad. Yeah, she's <laughs> gonna do cool more. <laughs> she's great. Yeah, she's an actor and a comedian in LA, and yeah, like, queer improv and all this stuff and so voice sick. acting. She's incredible. Um, stoked for Wheels of Fortune 11. Yes. Um, maybe someone else will quit, quit their job this year. Who knows? Um, Me. That should be a challenge. Ooh, just I kidding. love like, that. Oh, uh, which I want like call. Yeah, and put in your notice. I love that. We had the year before was disappoint your parents. And Stephanie <laughs> buzzed her head. Yeah. And then send a video to her dad. Okay, sent her a dad. Her dad was so disappointed. I My dad would probably disown me if I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would look kind of crazy bald, though. I had a mohawk once. I need really? to see. Really? It was oh like gosh, a faux hawk. I used to call it my frohawk because I have really curly hair. Um, yeah, I'll send you guys a pic later. <laughs> yeah, I have to Wait, see this. Attached <laughs> group, to this group chat, the frohawk. Um, um, yes, anyway. The future. I want to talk the what? The quit, quit your, your job, job challenge. challenge. Yeah, I like that. Yes. Well, um, isn't that the name of a video too? Quit your day job. Quit your day job. Yeah. That was uh, Monique O'Toole's video yeah. with Samaria. Um, Vanessa had a part in that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw Cat that video. Side, Candy Jacob, Annie Guzlia. Oh, you're good. Quite a few others. Maybe that was this like, will be the celebrity was, challenge. <laughs> you know what I call that that group there? What not Samaria so much, but like they were the Lost Generation. Mm -hmm. There's like this group of like from Kristen's age down to like 27, where mm -hmm. there was like this part of skateboarding where there was like like what happened like all these talented skaters like yeah, never right. got sponsored there was no recognition they were, they were like in that like post-recession bubble thing where yeah. they, there was just no, no opportunity 
and then you see this like younger group like literally under 25 and under basically yeah are, are getting a lot of recognition but man like my group like like mid to late 30s early 40s and mm-hmm. had a little bit more even then mm-hmm. the younger generation like my girlfriend's age my girlfriend's like a really good skater and mm-hmm. surfer and she was just like yeah there's like nothing for yeah. like i don't know yeah. about sponsors or I anything think, um, i think mimi actually might have called it that as well in the last yeah. podcast or like something similar and i think basically it was just like leo and alexis like kind of fought through and then like mm-hmm. everyone yeah. else like kind of got lost like what you were saying True. and it's crazy too because like when i do like end up um deep diving into some skaters and i'm like oh they're really sick i'll be like whoa they've been around for 10 years like mm-hmm. i'm just now hearing about them and mm-hmm. they also seem more younger but that's another <laughs> and yeah i yeah. think exactly what you're saying like that recession um hit the world in a weird way regarding like yeah. sponsoring skaters and stuff but speaking of sponsoring skaters, I'm getting so good at my segues. These are great. Listens to the Nine Club one time. Honestly, it's been so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, Miss. I don't listen to podcasts. Has has listened to the I Nine Club. I only listen to the Nine Club because my boyfriend watches it while I'm cooking, so I hear it while I'm cooking because of him. Make him listen to podcasts. You never mind. He this listens doesn't to this podcast too. Anyway. Um, Shouts out to... Now there goes my segue. Um, what are you doing with Crux? I'm uh, the brand manager of Crux. I yeah, that, that, that doesn't mean anything to me, though. I want to know okay. like, what you're doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so welcome to the sassy side of me, by the way. <laughs> no, that's fine. Go ahead. Get, bring it. I like okay. It okay. Um, so Crux, Crux uh, for anybody that doesn't know, is a track company that's been around for 30 years. We've always been the kind of queer little brother to independent trucks that nobody likes that have rainbow trucks and bright pink trucks <laughs> that everybody thought was stupid and gay and like gay i mean i'm like literally like that's what people say about crux like yeah. in our comments um not the cool kind of <laughs> good kind of gay, gay. Like, yeah yeah basically that's a lot you're like well comments. these are literally rainbow trucks so like maybe i, I don't know <laughs> so it's a perfect company for me to take on um you know, uh, to take this like little truck company that for some reason has hung around and mm-hmm. like truck culture is very macho, like yeah. thunder trucks and like venture trucks, yeah. and independent trucks and all kind of macho and like bold mm-hmm. and like, yeah. And so cracks were just kind of like, we're like, um, my whole thing was just like, why so serious? Like, why are we taking trucks so seriously? And, uh, why not have a team full of, um, queer and non-binary and yeah. female writers? Mm-hmm. So I'm pushing the team to be like um, 50-50 split, which is funny in a, in a day and age where it's not men and women, but shorthand to get it across to people who like aren't super versed in it. I just say like, oh, we're going to have a 50-50 gender equal team, which means we're going to have just like a really diverse team mm-hmm. where men aren't going to dominate the content or the videos anymore yeah. um, globally too. So I'm adding all these different chills. writers. <laughs> yeah, do what? I just got chills. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> And do videos, and we're redesigning our trucks too to make them better. Because um, there was like some years, like in truck, like I think nerd out on trucks about it, but <laughs> trucks kind of like the molds got old, mm. the product got inconsistent, mm. it was breaking. So just for your general people, like people were like, I don't fuck with these price point trucks that are pink and that they're axles then. Yeah. 
so we reinvested like a ton of money into those trucks and they're coming out and they're so fucking amazing and they're like they're such a good truck and they have such a good turn and yeah yeah we're just gonna get we're gonna like wherever independent is we are not going to be like we are backing yeah well Mm -hmm. we are backing like a girl we are backing all the events the queer meetups unity and like i'm trying to get like everybody that's on there and unity yeah i just love those i mean that's the skaters that i always follow and i'm interested in so yeah. taking trucks to the people that appreciate that kind of humor and yeah. like um yeah and aren't your pool bro with a back hat and a mesh hat on yeah i love so, yeah it's fun I love that. and, they're, and NHS is awesome. they're giving me like free run of the company you know being yeah. a brand manager you wow. can do whatever you want with it yeah Literally, the day yeah. that I found out that you were working for Crux, I was like, guess I gotta get some Crux now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm like, I don't care what I they feel so like, happy. what they do, <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, gotta ride gotta them. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and thank you for sponsoring Mercury 13, because that was a great help. And you made was so, so many excited. people's days. Like, Dude, they were so rad. They were all reposting the trucks, yeah. and they were like, the people that went to your event are like were like really hyped on skating and like aren't yeah. jaded because a lot of times you give out product to con- and people and win it they're just like whatever yeah yeah no people were but they stuck. all reposted they were awesome yeah, yeah. and it- that girl did the loop yeah like that was <laughs> rad yeah yes. and then two other people did after we made sure that we're like we didn't do the raffle and we like made sure that we were like giving um trucks to the people who were like doing the sick shit so like everyone in the, in the loop got a pair of trucks and then um set of trucks i don't know whatever uh, I don't. I don't skate. Same. <laughs> don't skate. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Matilda did like a nose pick drop in on this like, um, like super steep, yeah. like one foot wide bank ledge thing. Yeah. I don't. It was insane. Um, so she got trucks for sure, and she only um, like she wears yellow all the time. She's a yellow helmet, mm-hmm. um, and they. We had the SpongeBob trucks, yes. so <laughs> she was like so stoked to get these like yellow trucks. Cause, like she's just like a yellow vibe kind of girl. She's like, I think yellow like, aura. Yeah, for sure. Definitely um, thirteen. She's between thirteen and fifteen. I think we met her when she was thirteen, so I think she might be a little bit older now. And she's that's stressful. She's the like definition of that skater that like just hucks themselves on anything they can find, like. I watched this girl Did just like, take slam. She's so sick, and she's just like so about skateboarding. Does she want to ride for Crux? I'm sure. Wait, <laughs> I'll send you her. I'll send you her Instagram. She's her Instagram's yeah, Mat- she has like this really Greek last name, and her Instagram is like Matilda Cot Send It instead of like her like Greek last yeah, name. It's like work. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, really <laughs> yeah, thanks for having that event, and let me know about anything else. Yeah, with you guys. We will. Yeah. But thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I said but. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired. We lost our minds. Um I, I think this, um the run of show on for you. Yeah, I think that was kind of I think we did it. Yeah. You did everything a lot that of really I wanted to talk about. Um yeah. I, I did I ruined my own segue by like giving myself props for doing good segues. <laughs> <laughs> Is this anything like Vent City for you? How do, how do you feel? Anything like Vent City. Um, Vent City uh, is like five or six very, very smart, snarky skateboarders yeah. um, trying to one-up and like piss each other off in conversations. Yes, and true. it's really cute. And it's very flirty kind of in a way. Like the guys are always kind of like messing with each other and making yeah. fun of each other. 
like um, they're flirting with this, each other. This is more of a conversation, like yeah, yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you don't I didn't, feel challenged I, I was asking you more existentially, but I really like that clarification for people who <laughs> haven't listened to Vendity yet because I think yeah. that they should. Yeah. Yeah. Vent yeah. is great. Vent is like deep dive gate nerd. Yeah. Well is like introduction to a lot of people that you may have not known mm -hmm. like really good interviews like events Aww. like yeah density is like you get you're like you're like talking about shit that like only like four other people know what we're talking about that explains so. why yeah. phil listens because yeah. he yeah. is that person but i love yeah. um i didn't i started skating before i met my boyfriend um but i love having a skate nerd as a significant other because um, he can contextualize almost anything for me. Like, why is this called a half cab? Like, um, why is this called a salad grind? And like, he mm -hmm. can like give me like the full historical context on it. And he can get like really nerdy as to like, well, you can't call it that for this reason. And like, then I get to be like, well, I've been skating for two and a half years, so I can call it whatever the fuck I want. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's like nice to be able to like know why I'm choosing to like go against the grain or like being like, you know what? I actually really want to, I like that part of the history and I want to keep it, you know? Yeah. There's, there's one that, um, I think it's an important one to bring up. Uh, I don't know if it's will end up on the call or not, but. Um, like gay twist and les twist, these older tricks that you used to call out. Mm. And gay twist is a, is a cab melon, but they used to do it because it's a gay trick, like negative connotation of the um. word gay. Les twist was a mute cab, and because uh, and it was a lesbian version of the trick, you know, like they're trying to be derogatory with it. Yeah. And people still call gay twist gay twist, and I've called people out like on live broadcast, yeah. not in trouble. But like, you know, eat like the, one of the oldest salty dogs commentators dave duncan mm -hmm. like i turned to him at exposure i'm like why are we still calling it that like that's offensive and like sex changes too like those yeah. ones. like these are offensive mm -hmm. trick names like it doesn't like they're like oh it's history yeah. you know it's not hate it's it's, it's right. history not hate but like i don't see any reason why saying it like a cab melon or a cab mute is yeah is harder than saying a gay right. the well, same amount of syllables yeah. It's also yeah. like people did say the N word and now they don't. So yeah. let's yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> let's just not do that. I mean, yeah. that's obviously way more serious, but yeah. it's every yeah. if if it's offensive to you, it has value to stopping it from happening. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my that one. It's our weird her. responsibility to. Um, hold people accountable for that unfortunately until they like get it yeah and people think that we like like this like it's so <laughs> uncomfortable yeah it's not yeah. fun it's not fun it's not like there, there's this like um i don't know idea that people were like we're, we're social justice warriors that are just out for a fight or something like no we're just we're just trying to like better the world a little bit and yeah. like not trying to personally attack anybody we just want people to like be smarter about what they're yeah. saying yeah. and putting out in the world yeah, I just want my friends it. to be able to go to any skate park and not be scared that someone's going to say something that makes them sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, on that note, I think um, we, we can wrap it up. One last question. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have one last question. What, because we do this podcast through the beginner's lens that you were talking about, um, and we like to end with, what's your advice to someone who is just starting to skate? Oh, I think um, if you are thinking about skating or 
Death Star Death Skate, you are in the best time to ever Death Star skateboarding. It's so easy to find a group, a meetup. Um, Instagram's a great tool. And um, yeah, I'd say safety in numbers, like go get a friend and a group yeah. and start learning with people because that's really where it all comes from. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, for those of you loners in basements that like to chip away at stuff, skating can be great for that too. It can be a very awesome, solitary mm-hmm. um, uh, passion that people, you know, Alexis Sablon skated in the basement in Connecticut for, you know, years yeah. and look how good she is. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not all weirdos like Alexis. Some of us like to have friends. So yeah. Get, get <laughs> out there with other like people. Alexis's camp, honestly. Yeah. 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 I, I think, think. I think it's. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Like, I like finding like yeah. at least one friend that's like around the same level as you, so you can kind of like keep challenging each other, keep one upping each other. Like, I feel like Natalie and I, like she's one year ahead of me, and I love skating with her because. Um, I'm always, like, trying to, like, get to Natalie's level. Like, I know yeah. you've been skating for one year more than me, but, like, I want to fucking do that Yeah, now. Natalie like, <laughs> honestly came through with some really good advice to yeah. me, for me. Yeah. She, What'd she yeah. say? So her, so I'm still a baby, so she taught me how, I basically was having trouble kick turning by, like, uh-huh. and, like, I couldn't get, I could do it sometimes, but not all the time. And she basically was, like, you need to be immediately the second you go up the ramp look backwards yeah. like just turn around and i was like oh i'm gonna tell my son that because i can't teach him how to i'm the worst teacher too by the way that's yeah. why you never see me at this learn to clinic that's oh. a really good advice no she literally was way. just like turn around like if you're looking at the ramp just turn around and then you're gonna turn yeah. because your body is and obviously bend your knees but <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's the, always the just answer. Just turn and look backwards. The answer to everything in life is just bend your knees. Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> look look don't look don't down. Just look backwards. And then That's I was great. like, oh, you mean, like, this does it immediately. And I was like, great. Yeah. That's so, shoulders. yes, I hope your son now can <laughs> can do it. And I hope that helps I'm someone else, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, get on your skateboard. I need you to try this kick turn. <laughs> I need you to try this now. I just got off the phone with Adrian and Kristen. <laughs> I got some advice for you, son. Amazing. <laughs> cool. Yeah. What, how can people find you, and what would you like to plug? Okay, don't look for me. Okay. Um, don't find me. I'm a very private person. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, my Instagram handle is at Alex White. Um, yeah, they can find me there. Mm-hmm. Mostly memes, but occasionally Best I post memes. a clip of me like falling on a skateboard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you have a cool event or something that you want me to get behind, you can email me at a.white at nhs-inc.com or hit up Kristen and Adrian yeah. for my contact Please because do. I'd love to support your scenes. And um, yeah. That's about it. Thank Thank you. You're very welcome.